On the line is Jackie May. She's the founder and editor of the online magazine Twig, T-W-Y-G, and they are focusing now on the eco-standards uh, of South African fashion as well. Jackie, thank you so much for joining us. Pleasure, and thank you for inviting me, and thanks for playing that fantastic song before you started to read. <laughs> are we not just no. waiting for change uh, here? Sure. Positive change, positive yeah. change. There's enough change going on. We need some positive change. <laughs> Jackie, let's talk about what we mean. So you are opening the Sustainable Fashion Awards. What do you mean by sustainable fashion? Okay, so I think there were many ways to try and adapt sustainable practices in your business. So we really, we really looking at anybody who's trying anything um, to do make a positive change to their practices. There's so many ways of adopting it. I mean, it's obviously your water use, your your how much energy you're using in your business, what materials you're using, materials that are not going to be bad for the environment once they're finished, once the consumer has finished using them, or the processes that have been made. Um, the, the, the processes that have, uh, have taken to make that fabric, it's how you design that product um, um, in terms of how much waste you're creating. You know, if it's a zero waste pattern that you've used, then you, you've really reduced your, your, your waste material. That's also sustainability practice. Um, and then obviously how, what quality product you, you, you're making, the, lo- the, the, the better quality, the longer it will last and the less the less people will need to buy and the less um, waste you're creating. So there are really very, there are lots of different ways to approach approach it. Obviously, if you adapt, adopt all those practices, it's better for everybody. But, um, you know, it's a very complicated thing um, in your business. And it's, expensive, it's more expensive um, for many small, small, design, small independent designers. So, you know, we're really looking for goodwill, um, intent, and, and, and people who are are really thinking it through carefully and, and taking the chance and doing and, and adopting these practices. So something we talk about on the show a lot is the concept of the circular economy. And mm. certainly if you're going to look at sustainability, the circular economy is the way to go. Perhaps you could just explain that in simple 101 terms for us. Okay, the circular. So, so I'll, I'll talk about it from a circular design perspective. So, yeah. the circular economy. Obviously, circular design is important for the circular economy. It's designing something and making something using um, the best possible environmentally friendly resources, and making it in a way that can be disassembled and remade or recycled and reused, um, so that we do not waste those resources. So if we look at a, a pair of, I mentioned a pair of jeans earlier. So if we look at a pair of jeans, what we're saying is that, okay, someone goes, they buy a brand new pair of jeans of which uh, an enormous amount of water would probably have been used to get those jeans to their final finished objective. But if you're going to look at it um, as a part of a circular economy, one could cut those jeans up and turn them into a jacket, for example, at a second stage. Yes, like that, like, like the green degreeder, so beautifully. Um, you know, jeans are an interesting one. Um, it's somebody once said this to me about how much you pay for clothes, and you know, we all we all say, oh, jeans shouldn't cost a lot. Um, we should rather spend three thousand rand on a dress and three thousand rand on a piece pair of jeans. I mean, those prices are horrific. I'm just using them as an example. Mm-hmm. But just think about how often you wear a pair of jeans and how long they last. And for me, those are two very important factors: is how often you wear it. Yeah. And how 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 you don't need to wash a pair of jeans every time you wear it, 
which is also very important because you don't want to put everything into the into the washing machine all the time because you're releasing microfibers into the into the environment. Yeah. And also how long they last. I mean, those are two crucial aspects of a sustainable wardrobe. So, okay, so a sustainable wardrobe is how many times you can wear it and how many years they might last as well. Exactly. And thereafter, exactly. what can happen to them after that. What does it mean in terms of secondhand clothing? Well, I mean, that's, again, quality is so important because if, for instance, I buy a pair of really nice jeans and after two years I've picked up three kilograms, which has happened to me. (laughs) All of us. (laughs) And um, I can take that pair of jeans because they're still in good quality, they're still wearable, and I can hand them over to a a second-hand store and say, please sell these for me. Um, So that quality is really important. And something that's trans-seasonal and that is not not a trend-based design, I think. You know, I think we we as I mean as a as a middle-aged consumer, obviously, I'm not so trend. I'm not so interested in trends, but I think we all have to. Never mind your age or your or, or, or you know, your age. You, we all need to start thinking of trans-seasonal clothes that we can buy something this month. That will be able to, I'll be able to wear in spring for the next 10 years. Jackie, we need to go to a break, but when we come back from the break, uh, we'll get all the details on the uh, entries for the Sustainable Fashion Awards. The Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant. 722, we're chatting to Jackie May. She's the founder and editor of an online magazine, Twig, which focuses on sustainable fashion and sustainability in the fashion sector. The awards for sustainable fashion have opened and uh, we're going to find out more about how you can enter. Jackie, one of our listeners, Colleen Chitsungo, has just sent us a message to say, I managed to do a hat which won the first prize at the Durban July and I used wire and beads. It's something different in the fashion industry. And I suppose the question I'd ask you, wire and beads, would that uh, be considered to be part of the sustainability process? Well, it sounds like if it's made made well, it'll last forever. <laughs> so lasting forever so, is going to be one of the things you're going to put your eye on? Absolutely, absolutely. So so we have we have a category for um, accessories. So I, I advise her to enter this year. We'd love to see what she's done. Fantastic. Well, Colleen, we uh, suggest that you do enter. Um, In closing, before we give you out the details, Jackie, I've heard that brand new clothes, landfill and brand new clothes is something that we should Mm. be very aware of. Could you just tell us a bit about that? Um, You know, I think there's overproduction of clothing. um, And... I'm not sure, you know, very, I'm not sure if that is a big problem in South Africa, to be honest. Mm. But we have seen it happen across the globe in um, South America. People have found, I mean, those, those dumps of clothes, new clothes have been found. We see that in, in, in big, you know, where clothes, secondhand clothes, or secondhand in inverted commas, and a lot of clothes get incinerated in, in um, other countries. But here... We have, we don't have as much of a new, we also have some fantastic organizations that are sending end of sale return clothes from retailers um, and they get passed on to micro businesses who then sell those clothes on in their communities. So it's not a huge, I'm not sure, I'm, I don't know if that research has been done about what's been found and done in South Africa, but we just all have to be aware that 
there is an overproduction of clothing um, by by manufacturers and retailers because, you know, how do they know, how can they really be completely 100% accurate about what gets sold, how much gets sold, and what consumers want when things are on the rails in the shops. We definitely it's getting more. There are there are there are techniques of of, of improving that, yeah. um, which is happening in some big global organisations. You know, doing with AI and trying to figure out exactly what the consumer need is. Yeah. and that's why I do love the small independent brands who um, have made to order uh, models where there is absolutely no risk of overproduction and waste as well. Waste, and, uh, yeah. Kat just sending us an SMS to say, um, hi, Michelle, the recycling process should also not waste resources. The top section of jeans and strips cut away from the leg can be used to make strong bags with pockets. Super for grocery shopping bags, sports kits and uh, handbags as well. Nice one, Kat. That's an interesting one. Certainly, if people are interested, there's a student award, an accessory award, innovative designs and materials. And that's uh, what we were talking about earlier. Trans-seasonal awards. What is the Nicholas Coots Award? So the Nicholas Coots Award, I don't know how many of your, of your listeners will remember Nicholas Coots. Um, Nicholas Coots was a young, absolutely incredibly talented designer um, in Cape Town who tragically lost his life um, way too young. Um, and he was very much into artisanal crafting and turning that into an elevated fashion garment. So he did weaving, he did beading, he did really worked with natural fibers in South Africa. He had looms in his studio and really was an incredibly inspirational um, designer. And he lost his life um, the first year that we launched the awards, um, a few months before we launched it. And I just, to honor him and his family, we kept his name in in the sort of fashion space. And it's really a tribute to him and a tribute to his work um, and it's, it's really recognizing artisanal and craft techniques used yeah. in fashion. Fantastic. If people slow, want it's very much slow fashion. Slow. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's a beautiful example of slow fashion. Let's uh, put out the details. If people want to enter, and they can enter all of those categories, of which there are more influencer award, retail award, student award, accessory award, with a focus on sustainably sourced materials and much more. So um, how do they find out? How do people find out when? Do they have to literally send their clothes in? How does it work? No. So we asked them to fill out a form, which which we um, curated along with Eco Standard South Africa. It's not too onerous, um, Mm. but we do ask for photographs. And we will have follow-up questions and we might need to do surprise studio visits depending on how well-known or if we, you know, how familiar we are with the designer or not. Um, and they work. So, so it's interesting. I mean, and most of the designers who do apply, you know, the, the jury in some way or other has met or knows the work. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So what are the deeds? What are the deeds? Uh, twig.co.za for slash awards, all the information is there. And um, you must just make sure that you're applying for the right um, category and you download the form on the website, from the website, and uh, fill it in and then you send it to awards awards at uh, twig.co.za and remember that's T-W-Y-G. Okay, fantastic. And what, what is different this year, we have a, a, new, a new jury. So anybody who's entered before and has felt like doesn't want to do it again, I really, really recommend you apply again this year. It's a completely new jury um, and it's a fantastic jury. So, yeah, go for it. 
That's Jackie May. She's the founder and editor of Twig. So let's just put those details out again. The website is www.twig.twyg, not T-W-I-G, T-W-Y-G, dot C-O dot Z-A. And uh, you can enter the awards. The entries are open from now until the 11th of October.